This episode of the Astro Powder Podcast is brought to you by Gamma. Gamma's Optistar all-in-one control unit leads the industry with a design fusing electrostatics and power feed in one compact device. By combining the powder injector and control unit functionality into one device, you get the highest coating efficiency, fastest response times of powder output, and excellent cleaning performance. For more information, call 877-437-6771. Once again, that's 877-437-6771. And be sure to mention, Ask Joe sent me. Configure it, feed it, optimize it, integrate it. Complete it with Gamma. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this uh, you know special edition of the Astro Powder Podcast. I'm Nathan, and today I'm excited to be interviewing. Um, Two people from PPG have uh, Courtney Young John Deemer and Shelly Verdon. So, first of all, Shelly, I understand that you um, you have a background in chemistry and you were originally uh, worked in the liquid side of PPG. So, what? How did you end up uh, getting into powder coatings? Well, Nathan, that's good of you to know. Actually, so I've been with PPG actually for thirty three years. Um, I am a chemist, a technical person by degree, and came into PPG on the liquid side. So most of my career, 25 years or a little more, um, were spent on the coil and extrusion coating side. So that's uh, where I grew up, if you will, did a lot of product development, a lot of customer interaction. I also handled our color management team for uh, for coil and extrusion, which is architectural-based. But then uh, right around the 2015 time when uh, IBC industrial coatings came into our world and we acquired them, I actually uh, moved out of the liquid world into the powder world with PPG and led the integration of that acquisition, which was a great powder acquisition for us. Um, And I've been with powder ever since. So first, uh, after the acquisition, I was in product management, but now I'm the business manager for powder in the Americas here. So that's my current uh, place. Yeah, that's really interesting. So you oversee the entire North American powder um, business then? I do, yes. So I have responsibility for U.S. and Canada and then uh, Mexico and Latin America. So, yeah, uh, really exciting time to be in powder, honestly. Oh, yeah. And, Courtney, how did you get involved in powder? Were you um, sales originally or – Yes. So I actually studied chemical engineering at the University of Pittsburgh, but took my first job out of college with PPG uh, in technical sales. Uh, So I've been with industrial coatings at PPG my full 16 years in my career. And, um, you know, the sales force and industrial sells the whole portfolio of offerings. So pre-treatment, electric coat, powder and liquid. So I've been working with powder my whole career within uh, PPG and and really kind of have taken different roles on the commercial end of the business. But, you know, as I reflect back, my first sale was actually powder. And I would say the biggest success in my career was related to powder. So I have a, a, a big soft spot for powder and was so excited when I took over this role last year. Okay. And your, your role, you're the global um, business director for powder coatings? Yes. Yeah. So 
I, uh, I have oversight of the whole global business within PPG for powder coating. So Shelly runs the Americas for us, and we have individuals that run Europe and China and rest of Asia as well. Uh, that's really interesting because, you know, PPG is a huge, massive organization. So how do you see, how do powder coatings fit into the overall strategy? Because the, you know, I think I kind of get the impression that there's, you know, maybe internal competition where, you know, the liquid guys might say, hey, you know, stay away from, from uh, <laughs> this sort of area and, you know, other things where like a, a powder coating is obviously the solution. Like how does, you know, what's the overall, you know, corporate strategy, strategy there? Yeah. So we really look to deliver whatever solutions for the customer best sense. And there's really no competition. It's just as important to us in the portfolio as powder is. Um, so we cooperate fully with our liquid teams. You know, a great example of that, Nathan, is in our wheel coatings area. If you know wheel at all, that's a stack process of powder coating, liquid coating, and powder coating, right, yep. to, for a uh, vehicle. So if, you know, you don't work well with your liquid teams, you don't have good alignment, you can't win in a market like that. So, so really, both are important to us, very strategic technologies, and it's really about what is the best solution for the customer is what we deliver. So no competition internally. That's really interesting. So I just want to talk about, you know, the last year has just been completely crazy, unpredictable. And, you know, one thing that we're noticing is like the supply chain has really been affected pretty badly all, all the way back to, you know, basic chemicals that the raw materials are made out of are being delayed. And then that means that the raw materials for, to, you know the powder that we make it's being delayed um so you know how have you guys been impacted and how are you able to you know keep up with the needs of your customers with all the craziness that's been going on the last year yeah i mean i 2020 was a wild year but 2021 has you know really been uh unique as well so we're seeing similar challenges that the rest of the market is seeing um, from a raw material perspective. You know, the tightness in the supply chain, the raw material inflation. Um, I think it's a very consistent situation happening across uh, the industry. Um, you know, I'm hoping we're starting to hit peak here. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's going to start going down, but things are starting to settle a little bit, uh, knock on wood. Um, but you know, we're really lucky from a PPG powder perspective, especially in Shelly's area, we've got six powder plants in the U.S. So we have the ability to pivot manufacturing when we need to, like the, the storm that happened in Texas. Yeah. We are able to shift manufacturing pretty easily uh, across our powder network to make sure our customers, you know, are continuing to receive product from us. And, you know, we've got really great scale from a purchasing perspective, supply chain perspective. So, I'm really proud of how the team navigated the challenges during COVID and 2020 and, and then even in 2021 with what we've seen. I think we've done a really nice job of, of navigating that because of the way we are set up from a manufacturing perspective. All right, that's pretty interesting. I want to talk a little bit about uh, industry trends, um, new developments, uh, just, you know, the sort of uh, new stuff that we're seeing coming out there. You mentioned automotive, Shelley. Do you see a um, 
you know, do you see power coatings having more of a presence in automotive? Because, you know, historically it's like, yeah, the wheels, uh, maybe some under the hood parts, you know, it's just small parts of automotive are usually powder coated, but it's, it's still like overwhelmingly uh, a liquid uh, application. Do you, do you see anything happening in automotive? Yeah. So automotive powder is really important, honestly, because it's, it's highly functional, highly durable space, right? So it's underbody as well as trim powder. So things like roof racks and running boards, mirror housings, all of those things are important. Um, I'll tell you another important space for us in automotive uh, as it pertains to powder is in the mobility space, the whole mm -hmm. of electric vehicle and how powder can play a role in that, in that world um, is, is, is really opens up a whole different uh, sub-segment or segment, if you will, in the mobility space for electric vehicles. So while we're not on the car body today um, for, you know, uh, most of those liquid coatings today, uh, still primer surface service powder, and, uh, you know, there's still development work going on for improved uh, appearance, durability, and everything that you would need uh, from a commercial perspective for automotive. Yeah, and if I could add, Shelly, a great explanation. You know, as she said, electric vehicles are just a really exciting area for us in powder and PPG in general. We have a, you know, a really strong automotive OEM team yeah. that calls on the OEMs. We've got an auto part team that calls on the tier suppliers. We also have a mobility team that Shelly uh, alluded to. They're looking at, you know, what is happening in uh, electric vehicles and keeping us at the forefront. So they're engaging with OEMs and the tier base and the cell manufacturers on what is needed to be successful as that market rapidly grows. And, you know, we've been selling into the electric vehicle space, I don't know, Shell, five years, four years, yeah. quite a long time yeah. in powder, specifically in that market. So I'm really thrilled with our portfolio of offerings we have today. And we're going to continue to innovate there based on this mobility team's direction of how things are changing. We always say it moves at battery speed. It moves really, really fast. Yeah. Things are changing constantly. And, you know, you're going to continue to see innovations coming out of our power team in that space, even this year, to continue to keep us at the forefront and having a really um, wide portfolio for our customers to choose from in EV. Yeah, and I was, I was reading somewhere that um, just all the small parts, the, you know, the electric um, battery cells and all that stuff, it's just a matter of surface area. There's actually like mm -hmm. that much more just surface to paint. And so it seems like a big, um, you know, growth potential there for, for coatings just because you've got all these small parts that need to be coated. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. Go ahead, Sal, please. Sorry. And, and that, honestly, that is all about innovation. That's functional, protective coatings for, you know, battery and component. And that's right in our wheelhouse, quite frankly, Nathan. You know, that innovation is what we're all about. Um, and electric vehicle in, in this space, we're really focusing on from a development perspective as well. So uh, a lot of things to come there in that space. And, and, and Courtney's right, battery speed is what we call it. Um, it honestly uh, moves a lot faster than, than most other markets we've ever played in. So it's exciting. Uh, there's a global effort for PPG, great team assembled. And so, uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a key area for us for growth. And that, you know, kind of brings me to, uh, you know, corrosion resistance, I know, is is one of the things you guys have been re really pushing the last couple of years, right? The better edge coverage and mm -hmm. um, 
improve corrosion resistance. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, what you have to offer there? Yeah, so um, we launched in 2019 um, Extreme Protection Edge. And so if I go back in my career, several years ago, I was running our heavy-duty equipment segment. And many of the OEMs in that segment, you know, were happy with the corrosion scribe creep on a panel, but they were having rust in the field on those sharp edges. And there was a lot of activity around how do you test edge, you know, and how do you make sure you're covering the edge? Yeah. And there was a lot of discussion around, we don't want to spend the capital to put in a new paint booth or have to do shot blasting. So our R&D team um, spent years developing this extreme protection edge with, you know, patent technology to make sure we're covering the edge as we apply the powder. And then it stays on the edge as we're going through the oven and curing. So we're really excited about this technology and, and how different it is for the marketplace and, you know, the value it's bringing our customers, not only are they getting better protection for their products, they're not having to spend all the capital that they were possibly going to have to, to um, get this kind of performance. And so, you know, we're seeing a lot of ex excitement about this. And we also have a, a primer version as well for those, you know, I see two different camps, someone who wants a direct to metal offering another company that wants the primer protection. And so we also have the extreme protection edge primer as well to really, again, keep that primer on the edge and not have it pull away as it's getting cured within the oven. So, you know, I, I, I think um, it's really great innovation from our team that we're having, you know, a lot of excitement in the market from, and I don't know, Shell, if you want to add anything there on, on that portfolio or corrosion in general. No, as I look as I look back, Courtney, I think that's really the first time you and I started working together. Probably. <laughs> I was in the product management side, helping to scope that project globally. Mm -hmm. Input, and you led that input from the global team. Yep. Uh, sure, we knew what we were innovating was what the customer wanted, right? That's so important uh, to, you know, we've learned from sins in the past. If you don't really listen to your customer, you might think you have the best product in the world mm -hmm. when they look at you like, we didn't really need that, right? <laughs> Uh, single coat uh, was really overwhelmingly what we heard from that customer base. Courtney helped us uh, bring that forward. It was fair, and I'll tell you, the R and D team did a nice job. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really cool that you're able to build the performance into the material, and so you know the customer can keep all their uh, their equipment and their process and everything pretty much the yeah. same, and just you know put a better uh, powder on it. Right. It's in the box, as we say. <laughs> Innovation in the box, right? They, that's really what it is. And uh, Courtney's right. Customers uh, were looking at doing some extreme things to improve their edge corrosion mm -hmm. To in, in terms of like edge rounding equipment. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but, um, you know, with laser cutting, that really creates an edge that's difficult to, to keep paint on. It really creates a, you know, surface flow issue. Edge rounding is very expensive. It takes a whole nother step in the process. And uh, basically, we've been able to you know, tell the customer, look, you don't need that because we have this innovation for powder that will do what that edge rounding was going to do. So, so yeah, a lot of, lot of great value uh, there to product. Pretty exciting stuff. Um, what about um, the architectural market? Have you guys seen a lot of um, you know, powder finding its way into architectural i know uh there's all these you know green building initiatives and 
you know, sort of incentives to use more uh, environmentally friendly materials. So it seems like powder has, you know, the opportunity to really, um, you know, make big waves in the architectural space. For sure. That's a focus market for us, extrusion. It's an exciting area. You, you probably know, Nathan, well, you're a powder guy, but to know us in PPG, we are we are strong in liquid as it yeah. pertains to aluminum extrusion, 2603, Um In powder, we have excellent technology on the 03 and 04 space. We call it Envirocron, high transfer efficiency, uh, really great uh, utilization rates for powder, perfect for extrusions. It's, uh, again, innovation in the box. Um, but I will give you a sneak peek, actually, as to something that we're about ready to launch in the, in the next couple of weeks in the 2605 space. And it's called Coraflon Platinum. Um, it's a new technology, fluoropolymer-based, as typical for 2605, FE-based. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's really different about it is um, it's a global technology, uh, which means that it's okay for any region in the world. So it doesn't have things like TGSIC or uh, BPA or PFOAs. In addition, it's the first fluoropolymer powder out there that's high transfer efficiency. And we've actually done studies to show that it's got about 20% better utilization rate. So that really is from the applicator perspective, money in the pocket, right, in terms of less powder usage. But I think that the thing that's most exciting to our sales team at this point um, and to you know the customers that we've, we've talked to um, is it's got a wider gloss range to it. And you might think, mm. okay, so what? It's fine. But the wider gloss five to 85. And what that allows us to do in that low gloss space is to develop colors that mimic anodized uh, uh, metal. And anodized is such an important trend. Uh, it continues to be an important trend in the architectural space. Yep. And it has not been available in fluoropolymers up until now. So uh, we're really excited. Uh, you, you know, like I said, it, it does meet things like it's REACH compliant, living building challenge, red list compliance. So uh, truly a global platform. And actually, uh, our, our technical team out of Gainesville, I'll give them a little shout out here, Paul Bradley and team. Um, they just were awarded a patent on this technology in the U.S. So we're very excited about the whole uh, development. Uh, that's, that's really interesting because, yeah, the fluoropolymers, they, um, you know, typically have some weird electrostatic properties. So that's <laughs> that's kind of cool that you're able to get good efficiency out of those. Yeah. If you know fluoropolymers, they're not the best applying product. And this, this really is different. And not to mention, it's reclaimable. So mm-hmm. you know, when you start to manipulate powder, uh, you, you may find your space a place where you can't reclaim it, but you can, this is fully reclaimable. So we are so excited to launch this into the market. You'll see a lot about it out there. Um, new color card coming with all kinds of uh, styled colors and effects and, and uh, aesthetics. So it's really an exciting uh, time. Gamma's newest Optiflex Pro model, the CF unit, offers simple, reliable color change in 20 seconds. The Optiflex Pro CF unit is the perfect solution for lab use, powder quality testing, and coating of small quantities or small size samples. For more information, call 877-437-6771. Once again, that's 877-437-6771. And be sure to mention, Ask Joe sent me. When you want to know that everything is covered, complete it with GAMA. The Powder Coating Research Group is a proud sponsor of the Ask Joe Powder Podcast. 
PCR is the only independent laboratory dedicated to powder coating technology. We do everything from raw material evaluation, formulating the next generation of coatings, new product development, testing, troubleshooting, training, and consulting. To find out more, visit our website at powdercoatingresearch.com or you can email Kevin Biller at kevinbiller at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening to the Ask Joe Powder Podcast. Right. And, um, you know, you guys uh, acquired Alpha Coatings not too long ago. And with that, you know, you got a huge portfolio of some really cool low temperature and fast cure technology. You know, we're seeing more and more uh, wood MDF composites. People are able to coat now with powder. Um, You know, what, what do you guys have planned as far as you know, low temperature and what you can do with the, like all that technology you have now. Yeah. So, yep, we, we acquired um, alpha. It was probably the worst time of the year, March, (laughs) make yourself back there. Uh, We know no sooner closed the acquisition and we weren't allowed to travel. So um, I I was able to, uh, or visit the facility. So I was able to meet the team and I had, uh, you know, Jenna Muthaya and his wife, Anita were the owners. And so I was able to get out there and meet the team prior um, but it, it, it's truly been a great acquisition for us. Small, small company there in West Chicago. Um, you know, great small batch, fast response, uh, fit perfectly into our world. It, you know, we, we said we were that, but we truly were, they were much better at it than us. And, and that's what always we look for in acquisitions is to really fill our gaps. Um, they have an excellent REL stocking program. And, and that's just the one piece of it. And you're right. Uh, I know you asked me about high temperature and, and, and the big, the second key piece to that acquisition was really about their low temperature cure technology. And uh, Jenna Muthai is the, the technical director there. He is the one that developed those, uh, that technology. Um, he's now in our PPG world. We're happy to say it's our technical director for powder in the, in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we basically took that technology and uh, we launched at the end of last year. I don't know if you saw it in the news. Um, we branded that technology called heat sense and it's really low temperature cure coatings for heat sensitive substrate. So beyond just MDF and let's say HDF, it's things like hardwood and plastics, fiberglass, anything that can't take the typical cure because heat sense coatings typically um, bake around 250 degrees F. Now we've got a lot of work going on there on the R and D side to extend that lower even. Um, but you know, this is an exciting new area for us. So from the acquisition, we've got organized around that brand. But if you think about powder on, you know, how, what it's competing with there, whether it's liquid coatings on the wood side or things like melamines or, right. you know, powder is just so much, it's got the environmental play. Plus what's, what really is the, the key benefit, in my opinion, the value proposition is powder encapsulates the, the substrate. It totally is the board. So a couple things are, are good about that. From a moisture resistance perspective, if you know MDF and HDF, controlling moisture is key before coating and after coating. So powder really, um, you know, is, is a barrier to that moisture. Um, but also, if you think about the fact that it covers the edges, when it comes to typical um, melamines and laminates, they've got an edge band on, on work surfaces. And edge banding basically um, is a point of area for opening for bacteria and germs and things to, to get within. And it's also 
um, a chipping area, frankly, when it comes to performance. So um, that's all overcome with powder coatings. But um, heat sense in general, fully reclaimable powder, uh, able to be cured with conventional oven or IR or combination, which is really what you see right now. I'll tell you, Nathan, there's a there's a lot of work going on, I know, across many uh, powder coating suppliers, as well as end users looking at powder for things they never have before, whether it's office furniture or cabinets or building products, a lot of work in this space going on. And very exciting because it's a whole new value proposition for the space. Yeah, and it's it seems like the sort of thing we've been talking about for years, like, oh, you know, you could put powder coatings on all these things, but it seems like it's really become a reality in the last, you know, five years or so. You know, I, I, I agree with you 100%. And I only know the history from Jeno, honestly. He's taught me everything that I know about this market. Yeah. Um, really, the fact that, you know, the technology in all areas, application, curing, as well as the, the powder technology, has all advanced to the point where we are today. And, and we can make this work now, right? We're not worried about the failures in the field. We know how to make the back powder, apply it test it and ensure it's going to perform long-term. Well, and yeah, even just the ovens that are out now are, you know, so much more you know, suited to, yeah, suited to this task. And yeah, we've definitely come a long way. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. We're talking about acquisitions. Um, <laughs> I was going to mention, uh, you know, we do this, this podcast every two weeks and we do the news and I, I told myself I wasn't going to bring up the, certain Finnish company that I don't know what the status is right now, because every single time that we've reported on it, it was like immediately not accurate anymore. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where we stand with that right now, but. Well, we have a lot in queue (laughs) at the moment. So um, I won't comment on any particular one, but, you know, we made several announcements on acquisitions we're working through and negotiating and and looking to close this year. And I mean, if you look at TPG's history, we have a long history of acquisitions. And so, you know, post COVID, that pipeline of companies looking for buyers got pretty big. And so, you know, as Shelly alluded to, we're looking for the right fit. You know, we want to partner with a company that, you know, shares our values or could grow our footprint or grow our technology like Alpha. Um, so we're really excited about what's coming down the pike as far as acquisitions this year. There's one with powder in Europe that I, I'm looking forward to negotiating and closing for us on the powder side. But as I look at even our powder business in the U.S. in the past 10 years, and Shelly's lived a lot of this, we've acquired Spraylet, IBC, Alpha. And I look back and our, it's just really incredible now the footprint we have in the U.S. because of those acquisitions. The amazing people. I mean, some of the talent that we have brought into the family is just incredible. And, you know, the technology. So I'm, you know, powder is a big growth focus for us at PPG. And I hope you'll be continuing to report on acquisitions for us, PPG <laughs> powders in the future. <laughs> I'll be listening. <laughs> until there's just, until there's just one powder company left, one paint company. <laughs> <laughs> just gobble them all up. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, another piece of technology, um, if you guys seen people interested in antimicrobial coatings as a result of the pandemic? Yeah, for sure. Um, so you heard me t- say that we launched 
we bought Alpha in March of last year, and they had a great RAL stocking program. And we quickly pivoted. I, I call 2020 the year of pivoting and being able to really do what's needed to grow. Um, and we actually launched a uh, called Silver Sand Nathan. Um, it's a silver-based product, our antimicrobial co- uh, technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you marry those two te- that together, that technology, as well as a quick ship RAL program. And we we launched last year very quickly in the PBG world. Um, a silver sand quick ship program out of Alpha, very specifically directed to the market um, for end uses such as uh, uh, furniture, like medical furniture and um, just different spaces. It's crazy how many different market segments um, are interested, obviously, from the consumer side um, in antimicrobial protection. So, um, yeah, it it continues to uh, be an important piece of our uh, technology and powder. Okay. And in general, you'd say silver is kind of the prevailing technology there? Like, I'd say silver is the, the historic um, one that's used to protect, but there's a lot of work going on with other, um, other additives, other um, metals such as copper. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our R&T team is, uh, you know, working on uh, different uh, solutions here. And it's something that's important to us from an innovation portfolio. So that, that's, uh, I do, I will tell you that we're, uh, it's an important space for us to innovate in. And, you know, so we're kind of talking about the, you know, up and coming technology and that sort of stuff. Like what, what do you guys see, um, you know, for the future of, you know, the coatings industry in general, I guess, you know, be more specific, like the, seems like the old guard is kind of on their way out. Um, now we're seeing a lot more, you know, trying to get younger people involved in the, you know, in the industry. And that's kind of hard to, you know, tell people, Hey, you should, you know, paint is really cool and interesting. Um, <laughs> you know, stop trying to, um, you know, work for Facebook, but yeah, what do you guys want to you know say about the you know young people that might be interested in getting into the into the coatings industry or Courtney, yeah. did he call us old by the way? Is he tell did he just call us old? I, I hope not. I was saying <laughs> I the opposite. I, I feel it some days. I'll tell you why. Well, you know, uh, you're right. Uh, we're always looking to uh, add talent to our teams. And, uh, you know, one of the areas that I think is really interesting in powder coatings is the work with recycled content. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of, the, I hate to say kids, but honestly, Nathan, they're kids coming out of college today. They're, sure. uh, they're, the, the planet and our well-being is important to them. You know, giving back, things like that are important to them. Um, and so, you know, Things like bio-based materials, recyclability, you know, doing less harm to the planet really is uh, to the environment is important. And, um, you know, PPT offers that career, Coatings offers that uh, in terms of R&D work or being able to be on the field. You know, there's lots of different uh, uh, roles that you can play in the coatings world from engineers to manufacturing to supply chain, et cetera. So PPG has been a great company to work for. 33 years later, here I still am and every day challenged and always happy to work with such great people. Um, and so, you know, that's when I talk to college uh, kids and uh, new interviews and, and whatever it may be, you know, uh, you, you make it more personal. And I think honestly that that really resonates with them, right? What they can do for good, um, what's good about being part of a team, you know, the flexibility we can offer them in the coding space. And 
Um, honestly, it's just that one-on-one uh, connection and discussion. But you're right. We do have a challenge overall in the codings industry and in bringing new talent in. All right. Um, trying to think if I have anything else. Um, Courtney, is there anything you want to add? Um, just anything that I haven't brought up that you want to talk about? No, you know, as I was thinking about your question, you know, we're trying to be different to post-COVID with digitalization. And I think that kind of goes a little bit to your point, right? So how do we, you know, do things differently? And we were thinking, you know, before COVID, how do we change digitally and how we interact with customers and COVID accelerated things, right? So, you know, the one thing I want to mention is we're planning to launch a new e-commerce site this summer with PPG Industrial Coatings uh, in the U.S. and Canada. So we're really excited about that new way of interacting right. um, with our customers and, you know, the Amazon effect. You know, how do we do business differently? How do we, we change our business model a little bit? So, you know, we're constantly thinking about how we can change, um, not only with the, the situation that happened last year, but, you know, our customers are changing too, right? And they're expecting to be able to do things from their phone. And so we need to adapt and we're working really hard. You know, we have a, a full digital team in PPG helping us with that journey. And I do think that will help as, as we we grow through that. Yeah, people definitely are not accustomed to the old, uh, you know, the old system of the, you know, sales guy knocking on the door and <laughs> saying, hey, here's what we have. Like, yeah, and now everybody's, you know, they got their phone, they got their computer, and that's how you that's find right. things. That's how you learn things. That's how you buy things. Absolutely. Nathan, we've had a couple of virtual innovation days with customers this year so far. And I'll tell you, the response has been so positive. You know, what you can bring to them uh, at their home office, most of them, uh, some of them in the office, but, but fewer and fewer still. Yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's an exciting way. Courtney's right. It's uh, how we can connect, how we can help train our customers virtually. How can we, you know, just connect with them uh, throughout this? And, and I think moving forward, even when maybe the COVID uh, restrictions have been lifted, I think there's going to be a, a hybrid approach uh, moving mm-hmm. forward. Yeah. All right. That's, you know, it sounds like exciting stuff for the future. And, you know, we'll be definitely, you know, we see your press releases and we read them on our <laughs> podcast so <laughs> we'll be keeping up on the new developments awesome um shelly before we you know formally started uh you were we were talking about uh trade shows and trade organizations you know again this year has been pretty crazy with all the shows got pushed back and now they're all happening at the exact same time there's like oh, yeah. <laughs> 20 of them in september i'm trying to figure out which ones to go to uh, but yeah, where are you guys going to be? Uh, are you guys going to be at, uh, you know, the European show, the American coding show, the PCI? We'll be at PCI for sure. Fabtech, Neocon, mm-hmm. AI Virtual will be there. Um, I'm missing some, I'm sure, Court. There's, there's, you're right. Yeah. It's like we're going to have to divide and conquer because they've all been pushed. I think Powder Coatings Institute was maybe the first one in July, but then many of them line up in September, October timeframe. Well, PCI, yeah, they had it in March or something, and then they yeah. push it back and push it back and push it back. And, you know, yeah. now it's really happening in late July, I think it is. Right. All right. Well, uh, that's all I have for you guys. Uh, thank you so much for, you know, coming and answering some questions. I think 
you know, our, our idea with this, this interview series or whatever you want to call it is we just want to talk to people from, you know, all different corners of the industry. So, you know, we've got, you guys are on the business side of things and we'll talk to, you know, someone that does pre-treatment or ovens or, you know, stuff like that. And I think it would be really cool, you know, over time as we are able to just like, you know, get perspectives from people all over the industry. So yeah, I really appreciate you guys, you know, taking your time to talk to me and yeah, Nathan, thank you for having us. It's been a great experience. Actually, my first podcast, I'll tell you, my nephew was very disappointed to hear this was only my first. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, certainly appreciate the time and being able to talk with you and talk about PBG powder. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you for the opportunity. I really enjoyed it. And uh, if we can do anything more to support you guys, just let us know. And um if, you know, people have questions, they can find us on LinkedIn or, you know, I'm sure through you. And um, hopefully we'll get to meet you in the future. Have you ever met Nathan? So hopefully no, one of these shows we can meet. That yeah, he's nice. going to be in Orlando at PCI. And, uh, oh, good. Excellent. Yeah. Well, okay. Come find us. Okay. <laughs> awesome. I'll Thank you again. Thank you for this opportunity. Really appreciate it. Uh, not a problem. Thank you for listening to the Astro Powder Podcast. This episode was brought to you by Gama. Gama powder coating systems offer you greater efficiencies while producing high quality results. We provide the very best in powder delivery, application technology, and connectivity for smarter factory automation. With Gama, you get maximum performance and repeatability whether you are on the shop floor or away from it. For a demonstration, call 877-437-6771. Once again, that's 877-437-6771. And be sure to mention, Ask Joe sent me. When you want to know that everything is covered, complete it with Gama. Yeah, my cat was attacking my foot for a minute there. <laughs> trying to hold it together. Uh, the beauty of working uh, in some of these environments. <laughs> my coworker Nick was really cool.